This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. First off, I just want to mention your special just came out on Netflix, uh, Secret Time streaming now on Netflix. It's brilliant. It's great. Thank you. I think it's a it's it's kind of the next step after your last special which was The Machine because now you're getting into you know, you're not the biggest party animal in the world. You're a parent yeah. and a husband and you know, you do these shows and you're a comedian, you do all these reality shows, you're a stand-up comic and and I feel the special you kind of update the audience on your life a little bit more. I guess I you know I had no I had no insight on what I like. I didn't. I didn't have a point of view when I do. When I write material, it's just I write what I'm in the middle of. Like you know, like whatever is going on in your life. And I guess I, yeah, I was talking a lot about being a parent. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize any of it. To be dead honest with you, all I know is that like Forbes did a review of my special, and it was a very nice review saying uh, this Bert Kreischer can still exist after the machine and. He's transitioned into middle-agedness. And I was like, and then I looked at my special. I was like, oh my God, I'm like a fucking middle-aged man. Like that's, oh my God. And then I was like, oh my God. I'm, like if you had told me that I, this is what the special I would have put out when I was young, I'd be like, wait, am I not cool anymore? And I was like, no, I guess I'm just regular. Like, you No, can't- but it's a good thing. But I'll tell you like in, what is it? In minute 10 or minute 15, you're talking about buying your wife seven pairs of pajamas. That's... That's middle. That's a middle-aged gift. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't even give your wife that when you're just married, like in yeah. your twenties. Like you only give that when you're like, I don't even know how old you are. You're in your forties. I'm forty-five. So yeah, that's a forty-five-year-old husband's gift. Yeah. <laughs> to a wife, seven pajamas. It's so funny. I didn't know that was a joke. Um, and we were talking a little bit before this started about why you do spots in the city and why you do spots on the road. And I was just screwing around in the OR in the original room at the comedy store. And I just told that story. I was looking, I was like, just needed material. And, and I just told the story because it really is a story of me making my dad laugh for the first time. And Adam Egget, who runs a comedy store, I got off stage and I just was, I just thought I bombed, like legit. And he was like, dude, I love that pajama story. And I was like, I, I was so caught off guard. I was like, are you being serious? He was like, dude, it's hilarious. I was like, really? He goes, oh my God, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had always been jealous of like, there's a comic named, uh, God damn it, uh, what was his name? Uh, he passed away, uh, one of the Latin kings of comedy. Um, uh, shit, no, not Latin Mendoza? king of comedy, but he did like the he did the K Loco tour, I think. God dang it, Freddie Soto. Freddie Soto uh, passed away 
But he had a, a joke about his dad that made me die laughing, die laughing. It was about his dad misusing the word irregardless. And it was, and he go, it was such a great joke. And I was, in my head, I was like, I love when comics talk about their dads because we all have dad issues. Like Sebastian, when he talks about his dad, Tom Segura, when he talks about his dad, like it's just something. Oh, Sebastian's special opens with jokes on his dad. Like, Dude. like he saw his whole thing is like, dad, we sold out Radio City Music Hall for four, four nights. And, and guess what my dad says? Uh, is there enough parking? Yeah. <laughs> he goes, one of my favorite jokes about, I told you about Sebastian this right before I shot my special. I was like, I love the joke he has about his dad going, uh, he's like, I remember one, telling my dad I wanted a dog. And his dad's like, the neighbors have a dog. You don't pet the, that dog, pet that dog for 30 minutes. But like, I love those jokes. And so when he said that, I went, oh my God, I have a joke about my dad. I was like, oh, my, I got really excited because I, I just don't find my parents funny, like, at all. But you, in, in your book and in your specials and, and on <coughs> Joe Rogan, you, you talk about your dad a lot. I do. Like, I, but, when, you, when you meet Will, Will Smith, so you're doing stand-up for six months. Yeah. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. Oh, I'll take another double Tito's and soda, if anyone's <laughs> wondering. In a big glass like this. Lots of ice. <laughs> um, I love getting drunk. Like, I love it so much. Like, I really... We wanted you to feel at home. I hope I never... I'm like, I'm very cognizant of my drinking so that I can always drink because I don't want to not... I don't want to have a problem with it to the point where people are like... Like, I would have not drank normally, but when you say one, that's what we talk about. Like, when you read that article and you were like, oh, I wish I could live like that. That is one of my biggest problems. When you said, oh, I want a vodka... I was just going to have a beer and sip it, but when you said, I'll take a vodka tonic... I, my tits get loose and I get like excited and I go, oh, nice. Oh, we can have a cocktail. Oh, the park's right there. Oh my God. Oh, I have a, I'm a, oh, I'm going to get a steak tonight. Oh, I'm going to, like, I get excited about life. Okay. But what if you find out you have a drinking problem? Well, I probably do, but like, like won't it affect in the long term, you know, your long term health, your, your, well, I do, I'm very, that's why I say I'm very cognizant of it is that I don't drink, I don't drink at home. Uh, like really? when I'm in LA, yeah, I don't drink at home. And, uh, but like, even still, like I do, I run triathlons and marathons and five, I run a lot. Uh, I exercise a great deal, but on like something like this, like I knew this was a wash. When I come to New York, I end up partying all the time because it's just, it just is New York. Like um, what'd you do last night? And by the way, I haven't, I'm, I'm, we're going to circle back to your dad. Cause I have something yeah, I want to ask I'm you, sorry. But, but no, what'd you do last night? <laughs> last night, uh, I went, I did a podcast called The Gist with this guy. It was a really amazing podcast. It was a, an amazing interview. We were, I, I was really impressed with the interview. And then I came in, I went to do the who, bonfire with Big J. Who, who, who does The Gist? Do we know who does The Gist? I don't know. I can't remember his name, but he was a, a, a fan. If you haven't I'll, done it, I'll you should it do it. it. He's an amazing interviewer. Um, what? <laughs> and so, and so, and then I went and did Big J's uh, yeah. bonfire with Dan, him and Dan. And Mike Vecchione showed up and we all started drinking Tito's. And uh, then Mike Vecchione just had an album release. Dude, he is so funny. It's the, uh, can I be honest? It's the best album I've heard in probably 17 years since Skanks for the Memories. I, I had to go up once following him and it's really difficult because his timing is like the best in the business. Dude, his Megabus joke might be my favorite, one of my favorite jokes I've ever yeah. heard. And made me, it made me really think, I'm not writing enough. Thank you so much. I'm good. Thank you. It made me realize I'm not writing enough. I'm not writing. Like we were talking about this outside again, once again, to bring up our outside conversation. But I get really nifty. What my, where my brain is focused on a joke is making sure you know it's over. 
like making sure it's got an ending. But that's when people that that sort of tells people it's time to laugh and clap. And yeah. so, and if it's a good joke, they'll not only laugh, they'll clap. So, because because yeah. they'll sense you built up, you crafted a beautiful ending to a story. If if, if you're just telling set up punchline, they don't clap. Yeah. they laugh. So, so yeah. So, so maybe that's why you like that clapping. You, what happened and, and was, you, and you see this in your book, by the way. You crave the. You want people to like you. Yeah, you have no idea. <laughs> and, but that, but that, but that, that is both a driving force as long as you temper it. It has to be almost like a pet you keep around, but you don't let it drag you around. Yeah, exactly. What happened? What happened for me with with I don't know. I don't do not know what question you had asked, and I don't know why I'm talking about this. But there's a joke in the new special about time travel, about my daughter's deodorant, and I had wanted this conversation I had with my daughter where she basically asked me about time travel. One night while I was high, she didn't know I was high. She asked me about time travel. I had wanted that to be in my first, my second special I did for Showtime, and I couldn't cram. No, no, no. The yeah, the machine special for Showtime. I tried to cram it in. I couldn't cram it in. Then one night in Calgary, I kind of like accidentally messed up my material, and I told it. I told the deodorant part, and then I told the deodorant part, and then getting high, and then. The softball story, and realized I never finished the beginning, and so I told the mid. I literally chopped it in half and told two bits in the middle, and then told the end of the time travel at the end. Fitting, and, and yeah, and then and then and then I realized the deodorant thing, and they applauded, and it caught me off guard. I went, like, "What are you clapping for?" I never had anyone clap at a joke I told. And this kid who had been doing, he's been doing comedy for like four years, was like, "That was amazing," because I he was like, "I knew it was over." And I was like, what? He goes, I knew that, that it was over and you were going to start something new. It's a really cool feeling. And I went, oh, and that's where I'm stuck right now is like every fucking bit I have is like, and ta-da. <laughs> well, well, it's interesting because on the one hand, you can say, all right, that's a skill you needed to develop when you yeah. first started. Yes. Was the ability to, <clears throat> I can't clear my throat off. Nice pause in the podcast. <laughs> Mike Pesca. It's a great, he's a great interviewer. Do it. You should do it. Mike, yeah. Mike Castle, I'll have to listen to that too. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm never going to clear my throat. <clears> throat> so we'll, we'll keep going. <clears throat> um, Just drink vodka. Yeah, I'm going I'm to stick to the vodka. Hey, can I put uh, my mic on the t shirt? Oh, I got it. I got it, and then I'll need help when I fuck it up. Bro, what's brilliant, what's brilliant, if you have a guy like this for like, if you block out like a two-hour shooting period where you go out and do stuff with him, you bang out your promos for the week for your stand-up dates, you promo your, God damn it. That's a good I want, idea. I want We're this guy. ideas. Yeah. Just two hours, just two hours, like once a week, you could probably, probably twice a week, do Thursday and Tuesdays, and you could just murder content. That's a good idea. Yeah. We're going to have to do that. What's so, that? Jesus, that's my problem. Is I get I'm I'm a little micromanagey, and I like to edit my own shit. Like I like to shoot and edit my own stuff. Well, because you're gonna know your humor, and that and the humor in video, the humor comes out of the editing. Yeah, yeah. Hey, don't leave so fast. Before you go, don't forget to claim your free copy of my free ebook called Fact Me where I share with you my answers to a range of questions on business, coming up with ideas, getting unstuck, Bitcoin, and more. 
Get your copy of my book at jamesaltershire.com slash FAQ. That's jamesaltershire.com slash FAQ. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.